0: This podcast is a Happening in the Hills production. Hello, and welcome to What's Happening, where we connect you to the best of Litchfield County, Connecticut, and Northern Dutchess County, New York. I'm your host, Mary Beth Lawler. You might know me as publisher and editor in chief of Litchfield and Millbrook magazines. I've loved sharing your stories in print. Now I'm looking forward to sharing your voices. On this podcast, we'll share interviews with dynamic people in the community, what's exciting on the food scene, as well as our favorite things to do in the area. For our first episode, we're excited to chat with Ben Paletsky and Sarah Warden, the incredible team behind the historic farm and event venue, South Farms in Morris, Connecticut. They've got an exciting new project and your summer is about to get a lot tastier. Trust me. Ben and Sarah, thank you so much for being our first guests.
1: Thanks for having us today. Thank you.
0: So exciting. So Ben, South Farms has been in your family for generations and has a whole new life under your watch. Can you tell us a bit about the farm's history and what it has evolved into today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a fourth generation farm under our family's stewardship, but the farm has been here for centuries in the center of Morris. Actually, the town originally was called South Farms. Mm. It's been a pretty exciting project for us and being able to dig into that history and learn about the space as we grow.
0: How old is the barn?
1: The barn, as you see today, is late 1800s. Um, This is now one of the best examples of adaptive reuse of a barn in Connecticut.
0: Ben, for our listeners, can you tell us what adaptive reuse is?
1: So it's pretty much taking an existing space or location and then taking what's important to that location and applying a new use to it. So what we did here is we took a historic dairy barn and converted it into essentially a state-of-the-art venue inside. Meanwhile, like keeping all the things that are special and important to the architecture and aesthetics intact. You know, right now, Sarah's sitting over in the old milk house, which is now our conference room office. I'm in one of the milking parlors, which is now our bar and tap room. Design was really, really important in telling the story of the place.
0: Yes. And you guys did a great job of that. Sarah, you wear many, many hats at South Farms. Can you tell us how you came to join the operation and your role now?
2: Well, I'm actually a transplant to Litchfield County. I moved here from New York after working in the city for a number of years. I launched a business called Sarah Warden Natural Design in 2009, um, which does floral design for weddings and events. Um, so I was already in the events world in Litchfield County. Around the time I met Ben, he was trying to figure out what to do with his barn and farm. Um... It was really fortuitous because I had really been feeding off a lot of what my clients were looking for. Um, and I knew that they were kind of craving these authentic spaces and experiences to host events and, and weddings. So so we just got to chatting and it evolved from there, really. Um, Amazing. For my role, You know, I, I jumped right into the sales side of it. That's changed a little bit over the years now that we've gotten a little bigger I deal a lot with the nitty gritty of the events.
0: So how did you guys decide to move from working farm to working farm and event space? That's a big leap.
1: Yeah, well, it, it didn't happen without failure first in some ways. Like for example, 2010, when I first came back here, we had 35 head of cattle. We were bringing in thousands of hay bales. I look at it from a spreadsheet perspective. It didn't make any sense. We were working really hard and quickly realized that farming, traditional farming just isn't sustainable for this property. And so for us to be nimble, we looked at this a whole different way. Like, let's look at this as a sustainable business, not as a museum. And let's figure out what actually could work here. And we realized... The first thing we need to do is uh, create a space for people to appreciate the farm. And then um, as that grows and gets online, then reinvest in farming practices that can align to the people that are on the property. You know, We're placing a bet here to you know, bet the farm on the farm and see what is possible by doing some very creative and thoughtful things that involve the community and, and open, open the property up to others.
0: That's great. Wow. That's awesome. So you guys do approximately 30 to 40 weddings a year. Can you tell me a little bit more about the wedding side of your business?
2: Sure. So the weddings are a really important part of our business. It's sort of the first thing that we launched and it's really a mainstay for us. So we really, at this point, I'm proud to say we kind of have it down. Um, Obviously this space speaks for itself in terms of beauty But I think what really attracts people is this mix of authenticity, like the amazing sense of place that the barn and South Farms have, but then mixed with this fact that we've renovated it and there's all the amenities that you would need. Um, So it's a no-stress experience in the sense that we have restrooms and parking and heat and air conditioning and all those really important factors. We have a commercial kitchen, So we're really equipped to handle pretty major events at this point and have enough experience that we can really make it a pretty seamless experience for our clients so they don't have to (laughs) stress out. I highly recommend it as opposed to doing a tent in your backyard. Oh
0: my gosh. Yes.
1: Yeah, we're we're, both Sarah and I are really design-focused. So, from the uh, as we built out this whole idea in terms of programming, in terms of the layout, in terms of everything, I I think we've been able to really work uh, on a on a solution that's really exciting for people. And and I think um, the way we thought about flow and how people approach the property and how they enjoy it. Has really um, is really well received by guests of all different ages, and from all over the world. So it's it's been a, a fun project for us too because we get to play with design, and that's been uh, that's been kind of a cornerstone of us. It, it, people can appreciate the thoughtfulness of of every little detail, and that's something we have to hide throughout the space.
0: Yeah, it's really true. We do, Litchfield Magazine does their food event, Savor Litchfield at South Farms every September. And it's a fantastic venue for you know doing events like that. So you guys do a weekly South Farm social every Thursday during the summer. Can you all talk about how this came to be and how people can join in on the
1: fun? You know, starting off, it was originally called the Morris Marketplace and that was a, a farmer's market. But the reality is a lot of people were just simply coming out to unwind and have a different type of experience. So it morphed from a, a fairly traditional farmer's market into something else. And um that's sort of how the yeah. social was born.
0: Can you give us a little bit let's so what's for those who haven't been, tell us what they can expect if they come.
1: Yeah, and on Thursdays throughout the summer, bring your picnic blanket, your chairs. It's you know between five and eight PM uh there's food trucks here we have our, our bars open we have a couple uh, uh vendors it's just really nice
2: it's also a multi-age experience um and it draws from a lot of different people in the community you know you're going to see people that you see all the time you're also going to meet new people weekenders retirees young families um which i think you know makes it really really special yeah
1: it's just a nice way to like walk into, you made it through your week and just like a nice chill evening, great food, great drink. Um, and just like...
0: Live just, music sometimes?
1: Yeah. And, and we'll have uh, uh, area bands coming out and doing their thing. It's, it's pretty special.
0: It's a really nice, unique way to enjoy Litchfield County. So there's something exciting happening. I know you started to publicize this. You have a new project called Pasture, and it's going to be your first ever food truck park. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: So Pasture is a new project we've been working on at the four corners of Route 109 and 63. Very exciting. It's inspired by the social, and we hope to capture some of that vibe. It's going to be a restaurant-like experience, not a restaurant per se, open Thursday through Sunday for lunch and dinner um, with three permanent trucks. So it's going to be an outdoor fresco dining situation with views looking out to the farm. And we're really excited about it. We think people are going to really, you know, love it.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: For those that were able to appreciate the social that love the idea of it, this opens the door for them.
0: Just a quick, nice, easy place. You have the kids in the car and let's go sit outside yeah. and have lunch. It's terrific.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You could even just drop by and grab ice cream and go. You yes. don't have to come and hang out. Um, I think there is a practical need that it's solving in Litchfield County, which, you know, as a parent with younger kids and stuff, you know, just quick, accessible, healthy food. So I think there'll be that part of it. But I also think there will be the hanging, you know, there'll be some hanging out and the beautiful views, but I think both. We hope to achieve both.
1: I think the surprise there is going to be the sunsets. So uh, before pasture existed, people would just pull over at that intersection and take pictures of the barn and the sunset coming over there. It's just the the topography like makes it pretty wild. So the Uh, sunsets
0: behind the barn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah, it's really cool. And it's, it's funny to watch like cars will just pull over in that intersection, pull into our parking area and just start snapping photos. So, you know, if I, I can't, you know That's I, a good I, I, I can see it all coming together and um it's gonna be people are really gonna appreciate this. Uh, oh yeah sp- especially in Twilight.
2: The views are pretty spectacular.
0: Oh wow. So what inspired you guys to in, uh create pasture?
1: Well, first off, our our business is really built around uh wedding and mm-hmm. events. So those typically happen on Friday, Saturday, even Sundays. And so because of that, we really weren't able to leverage all this like cool space down here for the public and building community and, and getting more people on premise and you know, again, seeing what we see. So this was an interesting location on the property that is incredibly visible, arguably the most visible part of the entire farm. Uh and it overlooks the barn, it overlooks our, our pastures, obviously you know, inspiring the name. And so uh it it made sense to, like creating an access point to the property that, um, you know, reflects things that we're excited about and we hope others are. Um, the space is actually built around one of the Connecticut's largest, uh, cottonwood trees. Oh. You know, again, like we try to define things that are just special to the farm and unique to the, the area. And I, I think like putting all these little touches and details into it are going to people are going to appreciate oh, yeah. that and get excited about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about the food trucks that are going to be there?
2: Yeah, so we have relationships with three main food trucks. There may be some replacements here and there, but um, the main trucks are going to be Talk Q, which is Tyler Anderson's truck, and then Iron and Grain, um, which is owned by Tate Norden, who started the Gastro Park in West Hartford. Um, and then we're also going to be working with grassroots ice cream, which you may know from Granby, Connecticut. So they're expanding and they're building a truck for this site. So we will also have sweets, um, and they have really cool, funky flavors of ice cream. So we're going to have sort of a taco barbecue experience, an upscale pub type vibe, and then the ice cream.
0: Oh my gosh. You guys are going to kill it we're excited. That's great. What do you hope that pasture accomplishes?
1: Introducing people to South farms, introducing people to the area. I think the, uh, route 63, 109 intersection is just like an interesting space. There's a lot of cool businesses right in that, uh, location all within walking distance, all co-located and all small businesses. Right. The idea there is let's 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 kind of do something together and raise the right. bar together. And that intersection has always been uh, historic to Morris. There used to be a tavern and an inn and blacksmith shop. That used to be a, uh, a very busy area. In fact, Straits Turnpike used to be a toll road into the city.
0: No so, way. So
1: yeah, there's a lot of, like all our projects, we, we try to incorporate as much history to the the place is possible. And, uh, we're hopeful that like it gets people thinking about, uh, this location is just like a destination, something fun, just something like the community can, um, embrace and come out to and support. So we're, we're excited to, to offer something fun for, for everybody.
0: Yes. So Ben, do you have any advice for entrepreneurs, especially those working with historical places?
1: So I, I think the top piece of advice is uh, do your research, understand where the where the space or property you're building, you know what where it came from, understand uh, milestones in its evolution, and and just really be aware of what you're working on and why it's special and important. And I think you want to obviously bring those to to you want to highlight those points. In addition, I think thinking about the bottom line, thinking about like how this can live on its own is really important. And also understanding what your limitations are in terms of zoning, in terms of what you can and can't do in that location. Do, do your homework first before you even journey down uh, any of these roads. Because if if you're not enabled, and, and sometimes the stars have to align for that to be the case, you're going to waste a lot of time and money and effort for um, an idea that really just isn't possible.
0: So before you open the can of worms, do your research. Yep. So Sarah, what's your take on that?
2: Advice for entrepreneurs. I think, you know, Litchfield County is obviously a really special place that we're really passionate about. So for us, a lot of this is celebrating that. Um, but I also think, you know, one of the challenges in Litchfield County is that we're small, not an incredibly populous area. So you're really trying to appeal to a lot of different demographics. And I think that's one thing that we've tried to do. And, you know, like I said, we also at the same time are creating the experiences that we want to have. So, you know, we live here with our families and I'm a lot of times thinking about what what would, would I want to do or what would my family want to do or what would my friends want to do? So that's, that's kind of my advice is to try not to just go after one small demographic, but try to try to reach the larger community.
0: Oh my gosh. So fantastic. Okay. Um, all right. So I have some rapid fire questions I want to hit you guys with. Okay. You ready? So favorite hike.
2: I'm a huge uh top Smead fan in Litchfield Oh yes. And I visit there frequently. So that one's easy for me to answer.
1: Okay. Ben. All right. I don't leave the farm, <laughs> so I just like walking up to the top of the hill. And but if I had to get off site, um Mount Tom is fun. Like you get a beautiful view at the top. It you know, it's at the tower? uh you can either follow the trail or kind of go off trail and it's a little rocky, so it kinda of keeps it fun.
0: Okay. Yeah. Those are both really lovely suggestions. Mount Tom has the tower tops Mead has that beautiful, the home there and the beautiful grounds really special. Okay. Favorite place for coffee.
1: Ooh.
2: Good one. Um, I'd say, you know, this is an obvious one, but probably favorite coffee would be Arethusa Amano. Um, but also the little guy in Bantam or the little shop in Bantam. What's that called? Right. Very good. Craft Brew Lab. That's very good too. Delicious coffee.
1: Ben? All right. My, my new uh, go-to is Brinks over oh, in yes. Torrington actually. Okay. Like, they deliver a solid latte. Oh,
0: that's a good tip. Awesome. Okay, great. All right. Favorite place for a scoop?
1: Well, now we're biased. <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
2: this is a big debate in my house.
0: Oh, okay. Tell us.
2: Peaches and cream versus Arethusa. Right. We're divided. Okay. In my home. Both, both excellent choices. All right. Your favorite.
1: Uh, flurry, poppies. Okay. Coffee, milkshake, um, Arethusa, and then uh, uh, French vanilla ice cream root beer float, uh, peaches and
2: cream. <laughs> All right. There you go.
1: Very, very specific. <gasps>
0: Detailed. Okay. Your favorite local business besides your own?
2: I'll plug my friend Martha from Milton market. Yeah. Cause I think what she's doing is very cool. I love her concept of like a modern general store type vibe, but she's also working in a lot of local craftspeople and artisans and other businesses. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate that because we do live in a, you know, a small community and business can be hard here. And so I think we do all have to work together and support each other.
0: Yeah, she does a wonderful job. Her space is really beautiful. Milton in Litchfield. Ben,
1: I'm going to pick a dorky practical um, option. I'm going to say Ace in in Litchfield, uh, just okay. because I'm there yeah. every other day, and they um,
0: and they do a great job. They have,
1: yeah, they have everything. They save me a trip to out of town.
0: Okay, so you're giving that your thumbs up.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a staple for. By
0: day. All right, awesome. Okay. Um, I'm gonna wrap things up. Do you guys have any, any upcoming events or projects you'd like to share with the audience? Besides, of course, pasture.
2: We're pretty busy with the social <laughs> and pasture and the wedding season right. launching, but the social at Al Firms runs Thursdays, 5 to 8 PM, starts June first, and will run through August. So stay tuned on our website. We're always up, updating our social media and website if there's any weather cancellations or anything like that.
0: Yeah, you guys do a great job of keeping that up to date. So Ben, when does Pasture launch?
1: So we're excited that Pasture is going to be opening this June and we're going to be making specific announcements shortly. So follow us at South Farmers Pasture on Instagram Cool. Uh, or go to our website, www southfarmspasture.org.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Ben and Sarah. We really appreciate it. And congratulations on your new venture. It's going to be awesome.
1: Thank you. We're looking forward to it too. Thank
2: you. This has been so fun. Thanks so much. And we're so happy for you about this new podcast. Oh, thank you. Thanks guys.
0: (laughs) Thanks for being my
1: first. The guinea pigs. Yes.
0: There's so much to do in Litchfield and Northern Dutchess counties. Sometimes it's hard to know where to begin. What's happening is here to help. In each podcast, we'll round up some of our favorite things to do, including can miss events. Pride month is kicking off. In Dutchess on Saturday, June 3rd from 1 to 4 p.m., don't miss the Stanford Pride event at Bangle Works. Lots of fun happening there for all ages, including live music and delicious food. Speaking of good food... Food Truck Weekends are back at Millbrook Winery in Millbrook, New York. From 12 to 6 on Saturdays and Sundays, you can enjoy great food along with great wine and views of the valley. You'll find more great things to do in Northern Dutchess County at millbrookmagazine.com events. Over in Litchfield County, head to the Al Wine and Food Bar in New Preston, Connecticut on Sunday, June 11th from 2 to 6 for their Pride Party on the patio. This is one of my faves lots of great energy, and who doesn't love a silent auction in the garden? Proceeds from the auction support the Pride in the Hills Fund. For those of you who love to garden, you don't want to miss this talk on June 3rd at Hollister House in Washington, Connecticut. Designless Gardening, a Naturalistic Approach with Horticulturalist Dan Wilder. The talk takes place from 10 to 1130 a.m. Last but not least, put on your cowboy boots and head over to the annual Goshen Stampede Rodeo and Music Festival from June 9th to 11th in Goshen, Connecticut. Three jam-packed days filled with rodeos, a demolition derby, monster trucks, country music, and more. For more great things to do in Litchfield County, head over to litchfieldmagazine.com events. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to bring you more exciting places and faces of Litchfield and Northern Dutchess Counties. Do you have feedback, topics you'd like covered, or a lead on a great interview? We want to hear from you. DM us on Instagram at what's happening underscore podcast and find us at what's happening with Marybeth.com. I'd like to thank our producer and editor, Laura Hartle and production assistant, Zandria Oliver. This is what's happening with me, Marybeth Lawler. See you next time.